0: This episode of Inside Voices is sponsored by Lecky Scotland. You can build inquisitive and positive mindsets towards maths with Primary Maths for Scotland. It's a whole school scheme developed specifically for Curriculum for Excellence. With teacher guides, textbooks, assessment packs, it provides everything that teachers need. You can find out more about this by visiting LeckyScotland.co.uk. Welcome back to another episode of Inside Voices, a teacher podcast made by teachers for teachers. I'm your host, David. And I'm Laura. And remember, in here, we use our inside voices. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you had a relaxing Christmas and New Year break and you're ready to go again in the new year. We're going to be reflecting on the past year and looking at New Year's resolutions and how that impacts our teaching Let's kick things off, Laura. Have you completed any New Year's resolutions from last year? Let's reflect back a little bit. How did they go this year?
1: I don't think I actually made any New Year's resolutions because there's uh, probably no point because I don't stick to
0: Oh, no. Episode finished. I
1: I was thinking uh, about that obviously you've got you may be asking more specifically about teaching, but obviously one of the no, things... No, I'm
0: interested in personal
1: well. One of the things this year that's been a massive change for us has to be the social media side of things. Totally, I would say unexpected, but kind. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've spoken about how we started this whole podcast and the social media and the TikTok and Instagram, all of that. I think we've briefly touched on how this started, but last, no, yeah. it was in... The September last year that we started making products oh, yeah, yeah. on Teachers Pay Teachers and then we made the TikTok pages as an idea to try and like push
0: in February yeah the yeah. products
1: although I had made one <laughs> it's actually still out there because I forgot the
0: password <laughs> yeah if you want to go and find that positive teacher
1: <laughs> I had to I forgot the password to uh, to the account and it's truly got one video on it and it's dreadful it's so mm-hmm. bad but I can't get my password to get locked back into it so it's still out there somewhere anyway I made that one as a bit of a joke and then forgot the password. Then we made these ones and it kind of...
0: And then you deleted it again. But it's been a
1: bit... See, so when you actually sit and think about it, it's been a bit... It's actually been quite a wild ride. It's been, like, yeah. absolutely crazy. I, we were looking back at messages the other day. I was looking for some stats on something. I can't remember what what I was actually looking for. Oh, I do remember. I was looking for a, to figure out my timeline of when I hit certain milestones for a yeah. post. And I knew I would have sent it to you, so I searched for it. I remember in, you sent a message in uh, February or March and you were saying, oh, I just really want a thousand followers so that I can, <laughs> when you get a thousand followers on TikTok, you get a clickable link yeah, in your bio. The That's the treat. That's the thing you get for a thousand followers. And you're like, I just really want a thousand followers. That's all I'm wanting to get. And then now it's just in the same when mm-hmm. I was looking for the summer ones and summer we were talking about. Like setting goals and things, you're like, "I want to try and get ten thousand followers by the summer," and it's just taken off. So that has to be something that's totally. It wasn't necessarily a resolution because it wasn't a goal I had in mind in January. Not at all. But it's changed so much for both of us. It's. I would say it's the one
0: thing. I don't know. Maybe apart from starting teaching, it's probably the one thing, like personally, that's changed, our the structure of our lives. Yeah, there's a whole other side
1: to education and teaching that.
0: That has been opened up to has, us that we didn't know yeah that's yeah.
1: been that we've been shown from it mm-hmm. i said i know it's not everybody's cup of tea um but obviously we wouldn't have done this podcast without it yeah we've got to interview so many amazing people we've got to meet loads of new people but also been in touch with different companies and different brands and yeah. learned that whole side of things which we typically wouldn't have i also think it's totally pushed me to be a better teacher and try other things and
0: okay she's getting cheesy but you know I, it.
1: but it has though because not just because it would be you know superficial to sit and say oh it's so that we've got content to post it's not that it's mm-hmm. that from doing this you open up discussions with other people that make you think oh that would be you know like the maths episode with craig lowther he said so many things i was like that's a great idea so yep. i can implement that i can do that and it's like we're doing this but we're also learning from it as well so what's, it does uh,
0: what's your like favorite bit so we started the podcast in september Yes. Yeah, September. What's been like your favourite moment?
1: In the podcast. Yeah,
0: of just like filming. It doesn't even have to be an episode. It can just be like filming. Do you know or- what? I
1: think about how different... See that first episode? Yeah. If you are listening to this and you go back to listen to our first episode, it's so... It's not formal, but we rehearsed that episode. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell you we practised it, We had a meeting beforehand. We practiced it pretty much word for word, knew exactly what we would say. We listened to it back on our phones. We're like, no, don't say that sentence, say this sentence. Like, we actually had almost like a performance. And I was sat in the chair, like, don't think I moved a muscle. I didn't move. And it wasn't like, it was a conversation, but not really. And then to now, it's so different. And I think now, probably, I mean, our listeners might listen to this and go, you're talking nonsense I preferred it the other way yep. but I think you get a bit more of our personality through and you can kind of hear that it's more of a conversation mm-hmm. now so I would say that's probably been the best thing in it my
0: favorite so moment. far my favorite moment was that, that when that fly landed in the studio
1: there was <laughs> truly a fly the size of a horse like it was <laughs> huge. so
0: we were like filming I don't remember what episode it was but we were filming away
1: I think it was the Halloween one possibly was no huge. I think it was
0: after that we were filming away and I think I screamed or something. I was like...
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I was watching it fly behind you. So we sat opposite each other, if you're listening to this. Yeah. We sat opposite each other and it was like buzzing around your head and you were talking about something quite important. And I was like tracking this fly with just a yeah. look of disgust. And you were like, I was like is, is there something? fly just
0: landed on my head?
1: <laughs> is there something on my face? I'm like... Because lo- you you know, like you can this tell fly. when someone's
0: looking at your hair. And like, <laughs> looking at, and I was like, "What is it? What is it under my head?" And it was a fly the size, oh. a fly the size of a dog. <laughs> um, but no, I would agree that this has changed our lives in so many ways. You're right; it's opened up so many doors. Like, we didn't really have an eye into what companies want from education as well, and like, yeah, the people behind these decisions, and yeah the processes and the legal teams and the departments and the...
1: It's intense!
0: It's intense, but it's also like they're still just people. Yeah. And a lot of them have no education background. At Mm -hmm. all. A lot of them are publishing background or a lot of them are like social media background or media or marketing and stuff. And so when they come to you, it's like you're the expert all of a sudden. You're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it's it's a wee bit of like imposter syndrome going on.
1: Oh, definitely. And I think I I know I put this disclaimer out there all the time in the podcast that we don't sit here and pretend we know everything. Yeah. Like we definitely don't. But. It's a good opportunity to share what we do know. We're not sitting here saying, you know, we are experts in the fields. We know everything about mm. education. We know all there is to know. Of course not. And you know, there'll be people out there who probably do think that we're sitting talking absolute tatties on here and they're yeah. no idea why we're doing it. But
0: absolute
1: tatties. tatties. I was gonna say something else, but you're not allowed to say <laughs> it. <on here. laughs>
0: I was, I was like, That's what gonna is that? need
1: cut out. <laughs> absolute tatties. You can't put that in. <laughs> mince talking mince,
0: mince and tatties. right? Talking mince you? and
1: tatties, uh, but no, it's it's been. You're right. It's been something that's totally changed. It's, it has totally changed our lives, basically. Yeah. I mean,
0: I know not to get cheesy, but it genuinely not to get cheesy
1: or superficial, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and hopefully we've, it keeps going. We've
1: both now had awkward situations. I say awkward situations, they're not awkward, they're just awkward because I'm awkward. Mm-hmm. Where people have come up and said, oh, you know, I listen to the podcast or I watch your videos in public and I'm sorry if like, you're one of those, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that's come up to me and I've had a really awkward response, I am truly sorry. Yeah. I am very grateful that you listen and for you coming up and saying hi, but I just don't yet know how to respond to it.
0: I know, because we kind of just like freeze and be like, said, oh, thank you so
1: much. That's so nice of thanks. you. Thanks. That's great. I don't and have then anything else to say.
0: We don't like ask any questions. Yeah, I know. We need to get need better, to get better, get at,
1: better that. at that. So sorry. But no, that has been something that's come from the year that's been pretty yeah. wild, I would say.
0: So thinking forward into 2024, which is just absolutely frightening that we're there already.
1: It's still 2016 in my head. Oh, hundred percent. Actually, mentally couldn't get past twenty twelve when the world was going to end. Of course, the Mayan calendar said the world was going to end in twenty twelve. And that I'm movie sure.
0: came out. But yeah. Also, uh, yeah. it's twenty nineteen in my head. <laughs> like it's it's still pre COVID. I'm yeah. I'm twenty three, and I haven't moved on since that point I don't know if you feel like that yeah um we can talk about that at length I suppose <laughs> yeah when it comes to new year lots of people set um personal goals new year's resolutions never been a one for a resolution myself no I set them last year completely failed Pasted my last year's new year's resolution was to um go to the gym more and I've not been to the gym less this <laughs> th- like more than this year
1: you I, did go for quite a long time to be fair
0: no but I In used to go really consistently and then two months before the summer, it was the only time I went this year. <laughs> and I really feel gross. But So maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution this year. But when it comes to goal setting professionally and personally, I know you say do not really do New Year's resolutions, but obviously you have like professional goals that you want to reach. Yeah. And we've spoken about that in the past. How do you go about that? Like, what do you do? Do you sit down and go, okay, I want to be this by this year and I want to do this by that year? Or do you just think, more general aims and...
1: Yeah, I think more general because if I were to sit down and say, right, I want to have this done by this time and then when I don't achieve that, I would just beat myself up about it because, you know, I want to be such an... At this point by February and Mm -hmm. then things happen and things get put in the way of that and other things crop up and you don't end up getting to that point by February. I'm the type of person that sits and goes, it's never going
0: to happen. Like, womp, womp,
1: you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's, She's really sad about it. But it's... I'd prefer, like you said, general sort of goals of how can I improve. And I think it's a nice time of year to also sit and think, I was thinking that your class come back completely different after the Christmas holidays. I don't know if you've noticed this, uh-huh. but I probably noticed it more so with the younger ones. But obviously with sevens, it's a bit different because they come back with a mindset of, right, high school's coming. Yep. Whereas with the younger ones, especially with the stage I'm at, it's probably taken me till... October, to really have my routines down solid. Yep. Like, you know, really have it drilled the way I want to do it. Like, you know, everything the way we want it. Then you get to November and the routine goes out the window and everyone forgets all of the <laughs> things you've drilled. Yep. But it's like when Christmas is over, they come back in, you see a totally different side of them. Like, I see them less as kind of younger, lower school students that have been training to be upper school students. And when they come back, I'm like, you guys are upper school now. Like, I know such a big difference in them mm-hmm. from... That time and which is
0: bizarre because it's only like yeah, two weeks.
1: It's 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 so strange. I think it's just because all the Christmas madness is gone. Yeah. And they come back and you're like, right, okay, this is what it's like to have this class without all this hype and craziness and mm-hmm. singing and shows and all of that. But I do think you get a completely different side of them. Yeah. When they come back and you said the structures back, they know the routines well, and you can really focus on kind of curriculum content. But also that you, I feel like I'm a bit more chilled out when they know all of the routines like obviously early on they kind of get the morning starters and how all of that works but I'm talking like I don't need to say it doesn't take you 15 minutes to write your date and title come on this is we gotta go quicker than this like yeah. all of those be things that just you don't have to repeat over and over again it makes me a more positive person
0: yeah I think <laughs> so I, I mean personally I you obviously set goals every year with your management team and you yep. do your kind of professional uh, review PRD what does that stand for
1: Professional review... Do-da? do development. That. <laughs> do, <that. laughs> do that, I don't know. i It's probably not even professional review. Professional
0: review... review no. Practitioner review? Do-da? Professional... <laughs>
1: what does that stand for? Something development, surely.
0: I just know that it's a meeting that you have and you talk about yourself. Professional review...
1: That, that doesn't make any sense. Development
0: discourse? I don't know. Um, Anyway, you do your PRD and you have that meeting.
1: It's another acronym. This is the thing with acronyms. No one knows what they (laughs) actually stand for.
0: So you have that meeting and you obviously set your goals for the year, um, whether your management want to give you those goals or you have those yourself, you know, that's kind of up to uh, that meeting. And obviously you set those goals for your professional, but then you have like your long term goals as well. Yeah. And... I think personally, the podcast has changed my long-term goals slightly. Um, yeah. I don't know about you—whether you see it going in a different direction or you see it opening up um, any avenues. I'm not sure, but you have that kind of long-term aspect of of where you want to be in ten years or where you want to be in twenty years. I'd always, when I first started teaching, thought management head teacher. Yeah, was that your?
1: I think that's. I thought that because that's what I was kind of. Conditioned to think, yeah. Not conditioned in a bad way, but I just always thought it's it's hard to see progress. I think in teaching, because say you were working out in corporate or another role, you could be team, team leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you could be manager. Then you could be director. Then you could be company director. Like you can go up the ladder in the same role so many different ways. Uh-huh. Whereas in teaching, it's kind of teacher, principal, teacher, deputy head, head teacher. Yep. You got those. That's your pigeonholes. That's what you've got. So it's a bit different. And I think in my head, I'm just thinking, right, you, obviously, you always want to be making progress. And that's probably just my sort of flaw in thinking you always want to be making progress. You always want to be bettering yourself. You yeah, always yeah, want to yeah. be doing more. So my head was just, oh, yeah, management, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to go do. But I don't know if that was just me sitting thinking that is the next like that is the next step and you always need to take the next step. You don't always need to take the next step. Yeah. You know, progress comes in teaching. It doesn't need to come from a change of your role yep. your progress comes from your delivery of the curriculum how you teach your routines your management of the classroom that's your progress it's not a, a role change if that makes sense
0: yeah so a lot of your goal setting for a year or for two years or for three years might might even be um i want to be a better teacher at
1: X. xyz yeah i
0: want to be a better practitioner and doing this. For example, I want to be better at communicating with parents or Mm -hmm. I want to be better at um, marking my homework on time (laughs) or I want to be a more joyful teacher. I don't want to be someone that's moaning about my job all the time. You know, those are personal goals that we can set um, as well. And we do set those quite regularly. Um, Have you got one, would you say, for 2024, before the summer, like just like last couple of terms, professionally in what way do you want to be like a better teacher?
1: I just need to be more organized. This will probably surprise... you
0: speaking to the organized educator. Yeah, I know, so. <laughs> I know.
1: This will surprise people because I'm not disorganized in the way that I ever <coughs> miss... Like, I, I, don't, I don't miss deadlines or anything like that. I'm organized in that sense. your desk, desk is a riot. Oh, I know, I'm sorry. I mean, that's the way that I, I put things in places. Don't remember where I've put them and then I'm yep. scrambling to try and find them. I'm like, sort yourself out. So I actually started today. I was like cleaning my desk. So I had... There's like 24 pens on my desk by my laptop just sprawled around as you do. So I'm like, no, put a little pen tub in and actually keep yourself organised. Little things. said, don't ever lose anything important. I mean, I was clearing out my cupboard the other day and I found something from when we talked together, which was truly two years ago. That's frightening. Like a a single piece of paper. Where was it? On my desk. That's how messy my desk is. It was on my desk.
0: Your desk actually does give (sighs) me the fear. It's got its own orbit. Like it It, it pulls things (laughs) in.
1: Things and, gravitate towards me.
0: Anytime I the, like go to it and I'm like, can I get a post? The worst part I is a- I don't even
1: sit there. I don't even sit at that desk. Yeah,
0: you just dump things in my, it.
1: Because my, the way my class is orienta- orientated is my desk is kind of in the yeah. corner, like right at the side. So if I sat there, I wouldn't be able to see anybody. Yeah. And I feel like it's a really tight space. So if I'm marking jotters, I just sit at jotters. I should say that. I hate the fact I don't pronounce T's in here. It sounds really bad. But if I was marking jotters, I sit at their desks yep. because i've got way more space and i can <laughs> i can be messy <laughs> i've got room to be messy but i just yeah i just need to i would like to be that person who has a file and a folder for everything
0: type a teacher
1: and just knows where it all is i don't know <clears throat> if that would actually improve my practice or just make me feel better about things like i i was in that craft and i bought shrink paper on amazon mm-hmm. this is I can, this is because i was tired to be fair and then I got home and I was like, oh, I've put that shrink paper in the bin because I thought the Amazon package was empty and it was sitting on like my stairs or something. I've put it in the bin or I actually didn't, I obviously did not accept the blame. I blamed my husband because obviously it's his fault. Yeah. Um, and then I ordered more, opened my cupboard to put it away and there was the paper sat there hmm. that I'd already brought in. So little things like that. I feel like if I had a place to put things and didn't just have everything, on the shelves so from tie-dye like, bottles to shrink paper <laughs> I'd be able to find things
0: to Barbies <laughs> to Barbies so your aim is to be like less chaotic energy more organised everything more in its more clean place.
1: girl aesthetic
0: mm. And do you know what they call that oh. now? they call it like beige girl oh this
1: well, is I not want be beige Al-
0: no but this is what gen alphas are calling it it's like the beige aesthetic where everything's like um, what's that person who's like Tommy Fury what's she called? Molly May Molly me and all that it's like her you got to be like her
1: i don't think i'll ever reach that level but just a little bit more organized might help okay <laughs> so i don't know if it would improve my teaching practice but it might
0: no it definitely doesn't i'm like that and like i have a place for everything and it, i spend a lot of time tidying up
1: he does spend a lot of time t- he cleans his desk every week
0: when the children are working sometimes I'm he actually on my desk sprays is messy. his go-
1: desk every week
0: no like- i've stopped doing that I've actually stopped doing. I
1: cleaned my desk for the first time in about f- four months today.
0: <laughs> it is kind of gross. I do it. Do you know what? I do it every couple of weeks, or I do it before like a holiday. I'll get like the sprays out and and clean up. That is one thing that I have to do. Just I don't know why it doesn't make me a better teacher. It just makes life a little bit easier. But my goal, I think, for up until June, June, up until end of June. I just want to, like, be a little bit happier. (laughs) That's not to be, like, deep. I like how I'm talking
1: about putting things away and he wants to be happier. But
0: not, like, deep, like, oh, happiness and all that. Like, I just want to stop moaning. I feel, do you never just stop yourself at work and you're like, I literally have moaned all day to the children, I've moaned to staff members, I've moaned to, like, everyone that will listen to me. And it's not, like, why am I moaning? Like, shut up. See, I just
1: kind of accepted, I was like this, and then I just sort of accepted, you know what? why am I making myself... Yeah. like You're the only... I'm also, the only one making a big deal out of it. Also, so,
0: no one cares. I,
1: yeah. but like As you know, today we were, do, we were doing art and I'm like, I could have spent all that afternoon moaning about it because it was so loud and I was like, do you know what? It's, we're filming this in December, so I know it's a January episode, but it's nearly Christmas. They're doing artwork. You don't need to moan about the noise level because obviously they're excited. <laughs> like, yep. Just chill out. And I find myself kind of just catching myself saying... You're just raising your own stress levels. Totally. And I do think they're being honest with them and just saying, like, I don't want to spend the next twenty minutes moaning at you, so can you just listen to what I'm asking? Yeah. And do it. And they're kinda of go, right, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think my my kinda of aim is if someone asks me, How's your day going? Not to be like, Well, <laughs> you know, it's Tuesday.
1: It's nearly Friday. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And not be like constantly aiming for the weekend, but actually to just like slow down and just be like, No, I actually do Take love stock my of job. It. Yeah, I actually do love my job and like, if anyone asks me, I'll say I love my job, but then I'm not actually practising that day to day. I don't I'm like a Tuesday like,
1: though, to be fair. I don't like Tuesdays.
0: Yeah, we'll still keep Tuesdays for a moment.
1: <laughs> Tuesdays is not Tuesday's not the vibe. I actually don't mind a Tuesday. See, I, I don't like a Tuesday.
0: I hate that. I you're <laughs> saying you're
1: going to be more positive, but I'm like, Monday I can get through. <laughs> Monday, I quite like a Monday. People probably think that's really strange, but I actually do enjoy a Monday because I feel you've got so many routines on a Monday that you get through. (coughs) But Tuesday, oh Tuesday, I'm always tired on a Tuesday.
0: So, to kind of pivot to your class, um, obviously we kind of set personal goals, and we'll talk about like a proper like long term personal goal in a second when we come back to it. But for your class how are you going to enhance your teaching this year? Like, how are you going to make your student experience, so not just your desk is tidy, (laughs) how, and maybe even a tip for someone else, like listening, like one thing that they could do to enhance the student experience. Like, is there any exciting projects you've got coming up or is there any new methods you want to try out or anything you want to like test out and see if that works?
1: Yeah, I think for me, a lot of next year... It's probably going to be about stopping saying that I'm, you know, when I'm speaking about, I always say art because it's my it's my weak point. It's the point that I don't feel confident with. And I'd always let that kind of hold me back. And I know it's something that I've got coming up for teaching. And I think my aim for this time is to, to put more effort myself into those things and learn how to do those things okay. that I'm not that confident with so I can enhance their experiences and things. If there's anything I've learned from doing this podcast, it's that actually if you put a little bit of effort into learning these things... I mean, I'm not going to be Picasso, you know, it's not going to happen, but I will be able to understand certain aspects of that curricular area to support the students and enhancing the experience instead of kind of shying away from it and saying, oh, well, I'm not very good at it. So I'll just do yeah. like a couple of weeks of it and that'll be fine. Like actually making sure that, I'm sort of considering the fact there's 30 children in there and some of them are really artistic and love those things and pushing myself out of my comfort zone in that sense instead of sticking with what I know maybe trying because I think when you've been teaching for a while as well you also sort of stick I've noticed that more so this year I would say you stick with what you know And you kind of find yourself going, oh, I've done that last year, so I'll just do it again. Oh, I did that last, yeah. I've done that a few years ago, so I'll just do it again. And whilst that's great, because you've got things up your sleeve and like a bank of ideas. <laughs> totally. I do find myself now being like, right, okay, I don't need to do that again. You know, I could I could try something different. So I don't want to stay in that same cycle of, oh, I've done that and it worked, I've done that and it works. I've done that and it works. So I've tried to start doing that now, but definitely trying to think of constantly sort of bettering my practice and staying up to date with it and sort of challenging my own teaching
0: Yeah, I would. This is like a rare occasion you're going to get a compliment out of me. Like this is like <laughs> buckle up because I actually have one brewing, um and it's just going to take me a moment to actually. Hoo-hoo. You're actually. <laughs> <No>. Wait, <laughs> like, I'm going to just crop you really go,
1: <laughs> I've got one brewing. I'm just going to co- co- <laughs> <laughs> put that on TikTok. <laughs>
0: I've got one brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're actually really good. <laughs> no, you. when I first started in, in the school, I was quite impressed with how many like new things you did all the time. Yeah. Like you, you knew about all the Microsoft learning stuff. Like you were up on the iPads, you knew the apps that were going on. Like we'd started at the same time. And I was like, she knows so many websites. She had like MathSpot going. I'd never heard of it. There were just so many things that you were doing in the class. And I was like, Obviously, I just started as, like, pupil support when I first yeah. came in. So I was like, this is... She knows all these different... Like, you knew where the CPD was that you wanted to go to. I hadn't a clue what I wanted to do with, like, C- CPD, am I saying that? see CLPL, yeah. CPD. <laughs> you were looking at me as I, <laughs> I wasn't saying it it's right. It's because
1: I was going to say something that's, like, to totally interrupt what you're saying, but...
0: but well, uh, I'm kind of finished because I, I don't have much more compliment in me. Yeah, it's but, not got it anymore. But that was... That impressed me, like, when I first... So that's interesting that you're saying that you've gone away from yeah, that now. I think it's
1: just more... When you get comfortable with your teaching, and I don't want to be comfortable, that Uh sounds really strange. People are probably like, "Why would you not want to be comfortable in what you do?" But I do because I I want to be comfortable and confident in my abilities. But I don't want to be comfortable in the fact that I'm doing the same things every year. That's why I quite like changing stages, though. As well, this is the first year I've stayed in the same stage, back-to-back. Back. And although it's only been a slight difference... like You six, did
0: seven two years in a row.
1: Six, well, I was a 7-6 and then a 7. All right. right, OK. So Sorry. it like a slight change, like a tiny little change, but enough to kind of keep you on your toes a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is the first year like, that it's been the exact same stage, four and four. And I've kind of found myself like going... I could just do that or I could try something else. I could just do that or I could try something else. Because I don't want it to just be recycled that my class from last year look over and go, Oh, we did that as well. Yeah. Like I want to try and keep myself going with you, you different get your things. And
0: like you get things that you're like, I'm gonna do this for a couple of years because oh, yeah, the kids course. love it. Like you get your lessons that the children that come into your class want from you as yeah, well because yeah, they've yeah. heard about it in previous years. But you're right. I think you do need to switch it up and change quite often otherwise you become stagnant as well you don't need
1: to change everything like you said you don't need to change all but you do need to change bits of it And I just don't want to be kind of box myself in to say right you've always got to do this the same way you know you can switch up and grow and I think that's probably something I'm looking to do I mean I've started doing it but definitely as I go into the next year I don't want to slip into we'll just do some things the same way as last year
0: and we've done that a lot in the last couple of years, not by our choice, but like at the council that we work in have of brought in new writing, or we've done new maths approaches, yep. so we've kind of been doing it by proxy in terms of yeah. the approaches that we're using. So that I suppose is maybe fed into it as well because yeah, you're taking possibly. a lot of the energy that you were doing personally, and now it's like it's been not forced upon you, but it no, has I been know what given I mean. to you this time. Like you need to change this because yeah. we're all doing but then it. And I
1: find when it's something like that, I find it really hard to pick up. Like when we first changed the writing. Mm. It took me so yeah. long to get that into my head. Agreed. But I don't know if that's just. they always say Te- teachers do not make good listeners and learners because it's, it is so true that like, we don't. Like I sat there and I'm like I can't. I, what's going on? <laughs> what yeah. day is it? I don't. I don't know. And it took me a really long time to get that into my head. Yeah. Even though now I see it. And I, I, I still don't feel like I 100% get it, but I'm getting there with the change of writing. If anyone uses Talk for Writing, please feel free to give me some pointers because yep. I think there's just so much in it that it's you're never going to know everything anyway, but it's hard to, and I'm the kind of person that I really like to just get it right away, but when it's something that I don't, I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, that you can do anyone.
0: it. So like you're talking like New Year kind of goals and stuff, obviously, we're talking about um, like what you could do in the classroom to change things up we've spoken about art and things like that but is there any new like innovations you want to bring in so when I'm thinking about that we you went on that robotics course yeah which is something I've never done I don't know anything about it are you going to bring that in is that a goal or like we've got the 3d printer sitting in the school that we've never used because yeah, we, we can't get the software yeah, <laughs> sorted can't get the for software. it but I like that is something for me this year. Like and like that cannot just sit and not get used. That yeah, you got too to good a resource. to just sit there on its own. Like we need to get into that just for the for the children's yeah. sake of it, and because I think it's dead cool. Is there anything that you want to just like dip into technology wise? Try. I out?
1: think, and it might. I want to look at more kind of. <coughs> I'll let you cough. I think I want to look at more kind of science in a sense of experimental science. That depends on what your topic is in science, I suppose. But looking at ideal and how I can mix things through ideal, um, I would love to give the children more sort of experience with practical science instead of just, you know, we're learning about energy and here's what we're gonna do. And ugh, I just feel like my science, even though there's so much out there you could be doing for it, yep. is very much it's not as hands on as I'd like it to be. It's not as practical as I'd like it to be. So I think about we had a STEM day and we had somebody and showing them how to extract DNA from strawberries.
0: Oh, that was so good, wasn't it?
1: But that surprised me all the sort of things that go with practical science that children need to be taught that you forget. And I don't yeah. want children to go to high school and say, I've never had any experience of this before, but things about, you know, like making sure it's a fair test. So, right, we're not going to make Sure, we put the same amount in each. We're going to make sure it's the same conditions, use the same materials, all of that. And then, you know, the whole idea of hypothesis and all of that sort of scientific yep. requirement in a practical sense. Um, I think that's something I really want to try and focus in on and include more, even if it's not specifically a science topic. If I can intertwine it somehow through other aspects of the curriculum, it's yeah. something I'd really like to do. It's just something I've not done that often.
0: Do you know? I think that we lost that in COVID. I think we lost yeah. a lot of things. And do you know that kind of hands-on, practical stuff? Because you had to wash everything, you had to clean it all. You yeah. Had a lot of stuff we weren't allowed to do. Yeah. Remember we had to wipe the iPads every time we used them.
1: Oh my goodness! Do you remember yes. that? And it just like
0: ruined the iPads. Yeah. That was like the worst.
1: All thing All the ever. labels fell off. That's also <laughs> something I need to do in the new Year's print everybody new labels for iPads. Because, Already. Oh no, my iPad, my teacher iPad. The label is brown. Like, it's yellow. It's disgusting. <laughs> I was looking at it today and I went, I touch this every day and I know it's my own germs because...
0: Uh, why is it brown?
1: I don't know. I've obviously <laughs> put it down in like, on coffee or something. I don't know. Oh, it's okay, disgusting. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to print new labels, but also the kids peel off all the Mine's labels. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we like, we I think we lost that maybe because we weren't allowed to do all that practical stuff and yeah. we just maybe not picked up to the extent that we once... Had it, Or maybe we were just thinking through yeah. those tinted spectacles, I don't know. There's
1: so many easy, like I don't like using the word easy, I should not have said that, sorry. The band word. It's more straightforward. There's so many more straightforward, or there's so many straightforward things, I should say, that you can do with practical science that I just think would teach such good key skills, even just for a bit of resilience. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, okay, it's not always going to go the way you want it. Like, you've got those little puzzles
0: Oh I love them. Which
1: I love that and I think I want to just integrate little things like that for for more skills learning rather than always being curriculum you know like what are you learning to do long long multiplication like that's great that's brilliant you need to know how to do that but really thinking like what are you actually like what's your skill here and you know we do it with our success criteria when I'm building my success criteria with them I always underline the verb like I always say right analyze identify create what do what do these three things mean and we talk about it but I'd like to do something that's a bit more context free but focuses on key skills that just that general building of a person because I do think it's maybe not your job specifically as a teacher to build up all those skills but but I think it's important in such an
0: easy way like that the way you mentioned there you'll have seen them probably if anyone's listening You'll have seen these little puzzles. I hope there's someone listening. If anyone's listening, (laughs) anyone out there? Hello?
1: If anyone's listening, did you make it to this point? Congratulations. If anyone's
0: thinking about sponsoring, we don't just have two listeners, by the way. We can send your stats. (laughs) Anyway, um, we, yeah, I I got my class these, and you can get a couple of them, but I decided to get them all one. Um, And, they have, I don't know how to explain it, little plastic pieces that you have to fit back it in. It looks like
1: Tetris. It's almost like Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Like you, can, Tetris. you have to
0: fit them back in, in a certain way and they go in. There's 160 ways you can do it, but it take, like the children, it's all trial and error. So you yeah, empty them they all,
1: they all come out in a different way, don't they? You, you shake them it up and, and then it...
0: you shake it up and everything. You have to put them all back in the same way. They're getting it now though, because we talked about strategies and things and trial and error and, and failing with one piece, you put it out, you take yeah. another and all this stuff. And we do it as like a morning starter or if they finish their work really quickly. um, Not really quickly. If they're finished, their work and their tasks and then they can take out noise level. It's not great, to be honest. So sometimes I do have to tell them to just put them away because you can hear them like clicking away. But the children are obsessed with them. Yeah. Also a bit of competition in the class. Like there's a wee yeah, bit of like, Oh, I managed to do it. And if they come, if they manage to do it, they come and show me. But it teaches trial and error. It teaches that they fail all the time doing it. Like some of them have never managed to do it yet, and they've but had. But they it for still like three want months, to do it. They
1: still want to try they it. They still
0: want to try it. So it's teaching a little bit of resilience, so you can build but it. But then
1: that drips into everything else. This is like the conversation we had in the maths episode yep. with Craig Leather, who was talking about how the the kind of mathematical concept you're focusing on, and then you add context to it, and it just they're like, "What bridge? I've never been to that bridge. Where's this bridge? How yes. high is the bridge? How long is the bridge? Is it too windy to go over the bridge? Like, yeah. they've got all these questions in their head, and I always think about that because my 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 thing in maths is always problem solving skills are just and the resilience and numeracy is just not there with it's just it's not and my method was you know we've done them before and they're great the maths trios are great but there's a lot of context in that so you know it's maths trios to do with right around a table and you've got 24 suites and playing cards and all of that. But actually, when I'm thinking about problem solving, I should be doing something like that mm-hmm. or I should be doing something really straightforward that has no context to it. It's not got a numeracy context, not got a literacy context. It's not got any context. The skill we are focusing on is problem solving. Yeah. And then you say, oh, they, they they can't get along, you know, the teamwork. And I'm not saying that about my class. I'm just saying general things. Teachers yeah. would say the teamwork isn't there. They They fall out with each other all the time. But then all the teamwork things that we do... Have a context to them, so actually they're focusing on the number side of things, or they're focusing on the sentence yep. writing, or they're focusing on this, or they're you know they're working in a group, but they're focusing on their PowerPoint and their slides and creating all of that. They're not focusing on teamwork. Yeah, that's not their skill. Mm. So I think I want to focus on those kind of s- actual skills, context-free skills, and I think practical science is a good way to do that if it's not related to a a topic. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that's still engaging. But it kind of, maybe there's not huge context to it, but it yeah. is going to teach those skills rather than focusing on the context. Yep. Teach health and well-being with confidence with Happy Healthy You, a health and well-being resource designed specifically for Curriculum for Excellence. With editable lesson plans, PowerPoints and resources, Happy Healthy You provides teachers with everything they need for a comprehensive health and well-being approach across the school. Topics are built up progressively and are an age-appropriate level for all of your learners. Visit leckyscotland.co.uk to request a sample for your school.
0: You can also save 20% off your purchase by using the code inside voices if you've been enjoying listening to the podcast please leave a five-star positive review wherever you listen you've got some big kind of things coming up this year with the uh, professional stuff you're doing your masters mm. uh, slowly but surely she started her masters when mm. i start first came <laughs> She's still
1: going. though I'm like, I'm now really close to finishing it, but I'm like, uh, don't have How any. many years has it taken you? Like four? Yeah.
0: That's not terrible.
1: It's not. I, at the start, I was like, I'm only going to do one module a year because I don't really want to do any more than that. And I, I actually also, don't know how
0: you've kept up with it, to no, be honest. I would have packed it in. I
1: don't know how I've done it either, to be honest.
0: Just like essays and stuff after leaving university? No, thanks.
1: I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't, I
0: the know minute I submitted on. my last essay at university, like, in goodbye. my head I went, thank goodness, and I never have to never do that again. I will never see
1: this face again. <laughs> Bacon is good for me. <laughs> That's such a niche video. She thinks she's cool with those little high heels. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name?
0: Okay, anyway. <laughs> But yeah, the minute I submitted that last essay, I was like, thank goodness I never have to do that again. But you've been sitting doing essays for the last four years to get this master's. So, what have you got to do? What dissertation?
1: Yeah. That's
0: it. And that's it. You've got your master's. Yeah. We could have like a little master's celebration on an episode or something when you get it. We could have like a little graduation. (laughs) Now
1: the pressure's on to actually finish it. (laughs) Me when I'm like, I'm just going to be a podcaster instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what other things have you got coming up so we've got um, Masters is coming up towards the end of the year, what's yeah. that like summer or something Yeah. in January we're going to the BET conference
1: yes, Excited. this month well this month by the time this goes this out
0: month. <gasps>
1: this month but this is going to be so exciting I think this is a good way to do all of those things we were just talking about because there's so much going on
0: right, wait a second, take a step back what What are we going to
1: the bet? Just, the BET yeah. show so the best show the th- it's a three-day show down in london and it's london, an london ed- baby i know who would have thought huh <laughs> it's an edtech show and it's showcase it's the- i think it's the, it's the world's biggest edtech event um
0: don't quote me so- on
1: so no it definitely you can quote me on it as it okay <laughs> it's the world's largest edtech event so obviously they've got a hall with like, loads of companies and things you can go and look at and things people that you can speak to about getting into schools and all of that so like Microsoft are there Google are there like uh, everyone's there yeah but there's also the table talks which is kind of like speed dating for teachers yeah, so, I'm so you looking go forward in and that. there's like a question focus um on for that table talk and you move around the room and you discuss this question with a whole bunch of people, you know, some who are really experts in that field, you could learn so, and that is my kind of information delivery. You know, I just said earlier, I'm not a great learner when it's like a whole day of something, my brain shuts off after like a couple hours. I'm like, it's full, no more, no more room, like, like that quick, teach me what I need to know. And Three minutes? Yes. Brilliant. I like that kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have the attention span for a full day sort of do you know, seminar. Do
0: you know what I'm really looking forward to? Obviously, we're going down for the three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. We're going to go down, you know, stay in a hotel, might catch a show or something, do a bit of sightseeing in London. That's all going to be great, obviously. <laughs> Love London. But, um, some of the guest speakers.
1: Oh, <gasps> yes. Louis Theroux. Unreal.
0: Um, what's this, um... The jiggy, what is the song? The jiggy. The jiggy, jiggy. What? <laughs>
1: the jiggy, what jiggy. That? I don't know.
0: I like at The jiggle, jiggle.
1: My money don't, My money jiggle, don't jiggle, jiggle. My
0: don't jiggle, Yeah, that's the guy. I'm jiggy, yeah. Jiggy. <laughs> jiggy
1: Jiggy. He's all right. You all right?
0: No, I couldn't remember what it was. And
1: the, t- the tech user labs as well. They're going to be so useful.
0: Yeah, so I was actually looking we need to at to get booked into the Itinerary. Yeah, I was actually looking at the itinerary for some of them, and a lot of them were to do with like AI.
1: Yes. And I that was going to be a big yep. part of it. But like, It'll be nice to speak to people who are sharing that in a kind of positive but very realistic way. I feel like when you mention AI, you get people who are like dead set against it. Like Uh no chance. They're taking over all these things. It's not safe. It's not safe. But to to go and listen to people who are going to come from like a kind of be able to see it from both sides and give us quite a realistic view. I'm really excited for that. I think this is going to be one of those ways that you can really help Improve your teaching. It's one of those things that I like, yeah. said. I don't want to be stagnant in my teaching. I want to always be learning. Totally. That's definitely going to help me do I that. I fully
0: think I'm going to come back with a lot of ideas. I actually might just be able to, yeah, just in the integrate classroom. straight away. But also, oh, what was I going to say? There was something you mentioned there. AI, tech, user labs. Oh my goodness, <laughs> my that's money terrible. don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> my money don't jiggle, jiggle. That wasn't it. Michael Rosen's going as well. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, the the best thing about it is teachers get. Tickets for free. Yeah. So if you want to like sign up, you can just sign up. We'll yeah. be there. You can come say hi. We will have worked on how to respond <laughs> to that. I
1: will not say to you, I'm doing the macarena and then macarena away from you. <laughs> that would be really weird. She also, in a public on the Christmas
0: night out, she macarena away from. <laughs> I can them.
1: Imagine a public situation. I'm like macarena, I'm doing the macarena, macarena um, out the situation.
0: So as it yeah, it's like free for educators, which is amazing because yeah. it's like a th- full three day. You can come yeah. to the Wednesday, like, come to Thursday, come to Friday. It that's matter. so
1: good to see people value education in that way. Yeah. like knowing you're at the heart of this exactly come on
0: in 100% so yeah looking forward to that and um, yeah it's going to be a busy busy year um, with a lot of different things happening that's just one of them and who knows what else is going to happen Uh, other guests we might have on the podcast like people that we've kind of reached out to that we're looking forward to there's one coming out
1: next week that's very exciting
0: super exciting yes and you might have seen some clips already online of it but that's fine like we've been kind of promoing it a little bit so yeah lots of things happening this year it's gonna be a busy year but i'm really looking forward to it me too thanks for tuning in to another episode of inside voices come back next week where we're going to be interviewing jamie gilbert or mr g on tiktok uh, where we talk to him about learners with adhd and remember in here we use our inside voices